I'm Sarah Becker, and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness, and that everyone can become an expert of their own money with a little bit of help, and that's where I come in. Do you have a dream, a financial goal that you were thinking about? Most likely you do, right? There's a reason that you're listening to this podcast and want to improve your financial situation and your future. Whether your goal is owning a home, paying off your student loans, starting a business, or all the above, the most important thing you can do to make your dream reality is to set realistic goals and know what it costs to get there. I have found that people are so afraid of even doing this first step that there's no way they're going to intentionally get where they're trying to go. Here are the questions I want you to answer about your dream. Number one, what is your dream? Number two, how much money will this dream cost to, you know, the best of your speculating ability? Number three, how much money can I put toward this dream right now? Number four, how much money do I still need? And number five, how will I acquire, save, find this money? The answers to these questions will probably surprise you because so often people will do this exercise and say, oh my gosh, it's actually less than I thought. Or this is actually more achievable than I thought. Or if I save, you know, $300 a month for 18 months, I can do this, right? You can't move forward well without this information. And again, the time is going to pass anyway, so you might as well be working towards something with that time. Once you know how much this dream or goal takes, sometimes you still need to get creative. Here are a few examples from my own life. I did not have enough money to buy this crumbling down property adjoining my rental house. And to be clear, I rented the house. It was not yet a house that I owned and then rented out. Again, to be clear, I was a renter. I was 23 years old. The crumbling down property next to me, the owner had agreed to sell it for $110,000. It was off market. Did not have that money. I mean, not many, you know, kids in their early 20s do. But when I asked my landlord to join forces with me, we had enough money combined. That became one of the biggest and best experiences of my 20s. I learned so much and it set the stage for so many things I did after. And it all happened because I asked and told everyone around me like what I was trying to accomplish and invited them to join me. Another example is I didn't have enough cash to purchase all the equipment I needed to start my own photography business, but I knew someone who wanted to get rid of some equipment, so I did some jobs for them, and then I got paid in the equipment. They got a very hard worker for a few months, and I got discounted equipment. I didn't have to use my savings to purchase. Another example, I could not afford a second car when I moved to New Orleans and my then husband needed my car for his job out of the city on the weekends. So I would literally rent the cheapest car I could find for a day so that I could not even actually shoot weddings, but second shoot weddings. I was assisting weddings. And this was pre-Uber, right? Like I couldn't just call an Uber or a Lyft. This was 2012. I was paid $400 a day to second shoot, and the car normally cost me anywhere from $50 to $100. The enterprise staff knew me by name. I didn't want to pass up on opportunities because I didn't have a car on the weekend, so I thought creatively. 
right now I'm hard at work on several dreams becoming reality, but I know myself well enough to know that there are future dreams I haven't even had yet. And I'm already preparing for them in a few ways. The first is watching my save rate. So the last two years, our savings rate, meaning the percentage of money that we're able to save each month has been abysmal, okay? We've thrown so much money into our houses, everything costs more, like we bought a, we bought a personal house. I mean, it, it was a wreck. But now I'm getting back on track with savings rates around 40% the last two months, which is ideal for me. That's what I really like to see. And I have been spending, you know, 100% of what I've been making for you know, the last 12 months before this. So padding my savings account means I'm more prepared when that dream hits. I'm also thinking about alternate income streams always to help diversify my income and keep me less dependent on any one venture just in case. I'm also focusing on being an advocate for my current dreams and businesses and doing everything I can to continue to learn and grow along with them. Progress and momentum, they go hand in hand. They both fuel the other. So don't underestimate what these consistent and, you know, quote unquote, small money steps can do. They are literally what future dreams are made of. So look, take these questions, set a 30 minute timer and answer them take a giant first step towards your next dream. I will throw these questions in the little description for the pod episode. So wherever you're listening, you should be able to see the details of the episode and get the questions. If you enjoyed this bite-sized podcast, you can leave me a review or a rating. You can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money, and you can always email me hello at beckertalksmoney.com. I'll see you guys next week.